Welcome to another edition of the Drinking Cult Holistic Healing Hour with your host and moderator, me, Grandpa Bill. We're here for about 45 minutes to an hour today. I'm going to revisit a subject that I talked about a couple of months ago when I had my guest, Michael King, proprietor, intuitive from Vitality. Herbs and clay, and we spoke about oversoul, and I want to expand upon that a little bit more today from the aspect of getting in touch with what goes on within you and without you. Oversoul. Spirit. If the spirit moves you, your oversoul is another name for your tenth-dimensional self. What is the spirit? Bird of flame. They're actually called salamanders. When the warmth of the earth is at its height, or is otherwise suitable, they gather the warmth together, just as the sylphs gather up the light. So do the fire spirits gather up the warmth and carry it into the blossoms. Plants. What's your soul family? Soul family is the most spiritual equivalent to your birth family here on Earth. They may take the form of a relative here on Earth, or could be anyone in your life when you meet them. They feel like your siblings, parents, or children, soulmates, soul family, soul groups. We'll probably also take a look at what are the five spiritual elements. Everything in nature is made up of five basic elements: the earth, the water, the fire, the air, and space. Knowledge of the five elements allows the yogi to understand the laws of nature and to use yoga to attain greater health, power, knowledge, wisdom, and happiness. This arises out of deep intuition on how the universe operates. How do you recognize a soul connection? 
you just know it? Have you crossed paths before? Do souls actually meet at the right time? Is your quiet space a peaceful, quiet space? Can you hear the others? Person's silence and thoughts. Are you an empath? Do you truly feel each other's pain? Do you know each other's flaws and the benefits in them? Do you share? Do you actually share the same life goals? Let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll kind of get in touch with revisiting oversouls, and in a spiritual context, talk about before you're born and your spiritual half. Was it determined then? Each soul has a perfect match. Your soulmate. When we come back, we'll take a look at this fascinating subject. After we take a break, talking about some product knowledge of natural-based herbs, clays, well-crafted foods, tinctures, the cleanest water on the planet, food for the mind. Body and the soul. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the show. Here's about a forty-minute show with friend, business constituent Michael King from Vitality Herbs and Clay. Be back in about twenty minutes. I'd like, yeah, I'd like a hot dog all the way. Hello, folks, and welcome to the PH Sales Council Holistic Healthcare Show. And today, it's my pleasure to welcome Michael King from Vitality Herbs and Clay. We're going to be talking about food and water sustenance. Today's episode, I welcome Michael King, proprietor of Vital Herbs and Clay. Michael is a life enrichment consultant. A natural intuitive, a researcher of nature's most powerful healing resources, the world over. The author of Detoxify, Nourish and Build: The Three Essentials for Vibrant Health, and the Vital Health News Updates, a periodic newsletter documenting the most life-building natural resources on the planet. Michael is also an advocate of sustainable gardening. Environmental responsibility and an architect of ways to increase global food production. We will be discussing the importance of hydrating and nourishing the body at the cellular level. Michael will be highlighting both the Sacred Clay Water Mineral Kit and Tourmaline Water, and VH Sales will be discussing the fact that the VH and The VHC inventory, which I offer under private label, 
all of Michael's products and the, all of the VHC Vitality Herbs and Clay products are whole earthen in nature and are sourced in this order of priority. Wild crafted, organic, or grown without chemicals. We do not add fillers, excipients, or flow agents. Our capital capsules are vegetarian sourced from pine bark. I bypassed my normal intro to the show and I'm going to cut right to the taping of tonight's show from an earlier hour. Here we go. Here's Michael King. Basically, um, clay water mineral drink kit is a combination of four <coughs> mineral type products. Are you there? Designed to be sticky. Yes, can you hear me? I, I can. I just have feedback. I apologize. Go ahead. Okay. And uh, so they're designed to be taken um, together in the mornings and minus one of the products at night. They are designed to remineralize the body. From Google Chrome. Hydrate the body because of the quantity of, of water we generally recommend. And I heartily encourage the use of the tourmaline water here because it's probably the most vitalized water is readily available on the market today. Um, the combination of minerals um, and high quality water creates a synergistic effect. It is it adds electrolytes to the body because clay, minerals, they all are electrolytes. Uh, that's the foundation of the minerals are electrolytes. That means it has electrical potential. It adds an electrical potential to the what's already in the water. So the two combine their electrical potentials. The water hydrates the cells and that uh, utilizes the electrons or electrolyte energy uh, to cleanse the cell, to vitalize the cell electrically, which is the secret to health, is a electrically vitalized cell, you know, head to toe, the cells in the body. So you have a, a electrical potential of 20-25 millivolts, and that's good health, and that also corresponds with pH, 7.35 to 7.45 pH. And if there's an injury somewhere in the body, then the, the healing potential jumps from 25 to 50 millivolts at the cellular level. So when you're adding clays that have rich electrolyte potential, electrical energy, in other words, then you are electrically enhancing cells so they can repair themselves, they can detoxify themselves, and they can nourish themselves with the minerals that they need in order to perform normal body functions. So, okay, I'm sorry, I wanted to make sure that you were done with your dissertation, I'm sorry. No, it, it, you, it, you are for a moment, okay. And, and I have a tiny bit of feedback. I, I have a tiny bit of feedback, so thanks for dealing with me. Uh, Michael, can you take that a step further? Uh, because I'm also going to, uh, I did a blog earlier today, and I'm going to at least put it out there for your water kit. 
metals, it bonds with chemicals, the clays do, and, uh, and then you've got your electrolyte potential and you've got your minerals. So we've talked about sacred clay and we've talked about ancient mineral clay. The, the other two items are ormus bearing uh, properties, uh, clays. So these uh, properties um, are unique uh, in, in, uh, in the clay world in terms of strength. Most all mineral sources, specifically volcanic sources, do uh, contain uh, traces of ormus material, which ormus is um, monoatomic or angstrom level molecular structure of uh, the ele elemental king, uh, elements of the chart. So it could come, you know, generally in the platinum group, like your uh, gold, silver, platinum, or rhodium, or lithium. property uh, 
away uh, in three or four hours, and I'm going to definitely take my Vitalite with me. Can, can I stop you right there, Michael, for a second? And I pardon for interrupting you. I promised I wouldn't, but I think this is a very key point for the audience. And I don't think you'll take offense at this because we're the same age. When Michael talks, I read this in his article, when he talks about going to excavate clay, my terminology, I'm probably using it wrong. I'm not sure if any of you realize how hard physical work that actually is. And the man is 65 years old, and so am I. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Michael, go ahead. I'm sorry. I thought that was really important to just re-emphasize how great, because I'm familiar with both of these, and I would concur with what they would do with physical exertion. So sorry for interrupting you, but and I hope you don't take offense now that I've told everybody how old you are. Continue on, no. Okay, so, so yes, uh, to, to, uh, to touch in on that subject, um, Barbara and I are in our 60s, and um, there are times where we have to go up and, you know, we fork loose uh, in, the, in the clay deposit. We bucket it up into 40, 50 pounds of clay and um, carry them, um, you know, two at a time into the trailer, or we'll dump them into one-ton bags. And... Um, carry um, a group of them home. If we, if it's just the two of us, we usually bring one or two ton of clay home. And it takes a couple hours. If it's um, uh, if it's myself and a guy, then um, I can move through uh, about three, three and a half um, ton up to. No, Barbara and I can do about three and a half ton. If it's, uh, not, we don't have to dig into it. Um, but uh, but if we have to dig, then uh, if, it's, if it's compacted, then we have to fork it loose, and so that slows us down. And if it's wet, it slows us down. But then, but that's you know we generally still will do a couple of tons in, in a few hours, two or three. And then uh, the other day we were sifting dry clay, and I had to break it loose from a pile. But it was fairly easy. Shovel it onto a sifting screen, electric sifter. And uh, then shovel it into buckets and load it on the truck. So, so Barbara and I were able to do three and a half ton of material, and uh, um, you have to move out of the way. So you're moving that material twice, and we did that in three hours. And then wow. I brought a guy with me the next time, our uh, hefty uh, um, clay man in the back room. Uh, he does a lot of our preparations because we do it by hand. Uh, I mean, we have electric gadgets and kind of ovens, but we, it's all pretty much hand, hand uh, work. So he and I did five and a half ton of material. We moved it, sifted it, and uh, we captured uh, 2,700 pounds of quarter-inch material. Oh, my goodness. That, that's a little bit different. That's a little bit different than carrying a 50-pound bag of potatoes, if you will. That is a physical workout. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so Herbs and Clay, uh, that's the name of the company, our Vitality Herbs and Clay. So there is a certain amount of vitality you get from the daily use of herbs, adaptogenic herbs specifically, and uh, muscle, um, let's say, repair herbs, our back muscle. <laughs> Uh, so I have to. I rely heavily on these and the clays uh, for 
course, uh, the clays provide the electrolytes that keep your muscles moving. Uh, you've got to have a lot of potassium. You've got to have your calcium, magnesium, magnesium to relax the muscles so they get you know balled up uh, and uh, and so forth. So and then you have to have a certain uh, power in your lymphatic system to move the lactic acid out out. So that's a spleen function.
wonderful question right now. When you speak, especially, uh, well, let me let me preface it with this. I neglected to tell you not only am I running the special on your products that I told you about, but I'm including with your water kit, not, you know, whichever way they would direct, my private label, whatever. The point is, is they get the product, hopefully. And I'm including two 16-ounce water bottles right in the kit, free of charge. So that might be a great way to introduce the water with, you know, the kit components as you suggested. And one other quick question when you said how hydrating the tourmaline water is, I agree. I actually took up your suggestion uh, when you said earlier we talked about many things behind the scenes, one of which was the way back water. And I personally did get a bottle for myself. Now, in all candor, do you think that might be unique to the tourmaline water overkill for hydrating it even more? Because I did do that on a recent water fast myself. I added the way back to the tourmaline, and I'll let you continue. Thank you. Okay, well, that's an interesting question. I haven't uh, tried that, uh, so right. I can't be you know, authoritative. Correct. So, best opinion. So, just as the yeah, an opinion is uh, what what I little I know about way back water in terms of how it's made. Well, that's a, it's a different kind of water. I think they add extra protein to something. They do, they do. And at the parent website, I'm sorry, of way back water, it does get into pretty good detail about that for members of the community. Sorry, Michael, go ahead. So, so that one um, is. In the direction of heavy water, but I'm not scientifically you know, skilled to know exactly. I just know that it is very hydrating. Uh, it, it is very detoxifying. Uh, it, it is. I can personally attest to that. But go ahead. Yes. And and so uh, and and so I had to be very careful because I thought, well, I'm just that stuff. Don't I, do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was in the water too. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So for those folks, sorry, Mike, for those folks, if you do indeed go to the Wayback, the website is, you know, clearly defined how you do a ramp-up schedule and so forth. I don't want to get too wrapped up in that. But do take Michael's advice and my own. Do not deviate from those suggested dosages in the ramp-up schedule. I'm sorry, Mike. Yeah, so, so it, it's something you start very small, two, one or two ounces. Correct. Correct. Build up regs over several weeks to a full quart is what they recommend. So um, I have taken that water. We we have a underground mineral source here that often I I believe is not as not as high quality as the chocolate water because I Bill has given me some of that. I have yet to to taste a bottled water source that has the quality of the chocolate. Including the water that we get, which comes right from one of our local mountains. So, um, uh, but we do take that, and then I'll add some way back water, a tablespoon per gallon, and and then um, I also have a store bond, Quantum Age.com, um, I think it is, that gives it a different kind of structure. When I put those two together, I get something, you know, just a slight enhancement over that. So it's just structuring the water. It's basically the water carries it from 
think you're really your best guide um, is going to be an intuitive sense of what your body can handle. Just like you're you're pushing the envelope because you're capable. You know you're capable. You've been drinking water a long time, and I, I like to do the same thing to find out where the limit is. Right. But the, um, to tell you the potency of the clay, and uh, sacred clay is probably the most potent detoxifying clay that I'm aware of. Um, and you can consume a tablespoon a day, no problem, generally speaking. And you can bathe in a quarter cup or, or several cups if you wish uh, of sacred clay uh, in a bath. But to give you an idea of its potency, relative to, say, other kinds of clays. Um, and I won't go into that because I believe all clays have value. And I'm not going to correct these others. But I, I, I would concur. And, no, you know, I'm, I'm sorry for interrupting, but business aside for a moment from the medicinal side of it, I would concur. Several other clays obviously have good advantages. I'm sorry, but I would concur with that one. Thanks for bringing that about. Continue, please. And, and my observation in talking to thousands of clients who have used the same clay, and I've also used this in a lot of other kinds of clays, they give me um, both energetic reports in terms of those who were able to see the aura of the clay and, and, and the feedback from the physical healings or the detoxification and how it saved them when other clays didn't. So I'm just saying that sacred clay does have a potency. So let me give you an example. Um, an auto mechanic, uh, 10 years, stopped, sold his business, and then went into a, a healing clinic. And he developed a lot of healing modalities and protocols and healing gadgets that he worked with. Then he came across the clay and he took a clay bath and saved the clay. I don't know how much he put in the bath water, um, but he said he found an eighth of an inch of an oil slick on the bottom of his first clay bath. And that it reeked of petroleum that had been in his skin for the, over the 10 years, including the three years that he had the clinical clay. same time, uh, it took three to five baths, he said, for the oil slick to stop showing up. Um, but he had also been doing electric foot baths for six years prior to this. So one clay bath cleansed the skin surface of what has been stored there for over, over the last 13 years. That's amazing. I, I was familiar with that because I read your articles, but that's an amazing story for those of you that are out in the audience. That's just incredible. I'm trying to do a visual of that in his top or what have you. That's just incredible. Yeah. And you saw all the rainbow colors on the surface and thought, oh, that's an odd characteristic of the clay. Well, it wasn't the clay. That was the clay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it is common for people who take a bath in the sacred clay that they... They find uh, an oil ring around the tub after that bath. So that's just oil wow. coming off of the skin, uh, and detoxing things that could have been there for years. You know, you have uh, chemical-based lotion.
lotions, uh, you've got exposures, cooking oils, you've got uh, all kinds of toxic stuff from the air, uh, air pollution that gets you know, absorbed into the skin that stays there. So yeah, the clay is powerful at drying things out. Now, another example has to do with chemicals, and this is why your caution about quantity matters. It matters uh, for those who are heavily chemicalized, who have heavy, intense chemical exposures and heavy metal exposures, such that if that starts coming out too fast, then it can... That's not a good thing. Yeah, it can cause problems because of the chemical. So this might be someone who is had a history of cocaine usage or other chemical drugs, has an extensive uh, history of hormone replacement therapy, or if they're still on hormone replacement therapy, because all the so much of it gets lodged in the system that it starts coming out when you start detoxing in a pretty intense way. So you have to be careful about kind of like getting an overdose of whatever chemicals were in your system, getting into your bloodstream and trying to get out. Well, it will try to get out through the skin, for sure, because it's the skin is uh, your eliminative organ for a lot of things from the lymphatic system, from the liver. Uh, so, okay, here's how it goes. You've got toxins in the blood, uh, get purged, uh, processed through the liver. If it doesn't get encapsulated in biofluids and, and sent through the intestines, then it, it gets pushed into the lymphatic system. It gets pushed to the sweat glands. And so uh, you are purging the body through various channels, and some of that comes back and goes through the, the kidneys. So, the, but the skin is the largest organ. So a lot of the toxins that start coming out of the body are going to end up in the lymphatic system. That's your sewage system. Now, clay on the body in you know, head to toe, more or less, uh, in a bathtub, is going to create a magnetic attraction. So it's going to pull whatever is running through the bloodstream at the capillary level close to the surface. It's going to start magnetizing things out of the lymphatic system. It's going to start cleansing the lymph, lymph glands. And if you have a swollen gland, you just pack some clay on that swollen gland and it speeds that process along. The more clay you have in the bath, the faster it is. Or, um, the deeper the detox, the stronger the electromagnetic pull toxins into the clay. Once it's in the clay in the bath, you know, it doesn't, there's no detox reaction, but it's getting it, you know, through the bloodstream, to the, through the lymphatic system, to through the skin, into the clay, if you're only doing it through baths. Uh, right. Uh, so there's, that's where the danger lies. Now, if you're taking the clay internally, in addition, now you can absorb a lot of the toxins being released from the bowels that might be in the stomach already because of toxic pesticides, herbicides in the food. And, Correct. Um, and so the, and, and whatever ends up in the mucor plaque lining of the small intestines. So all of this, these are all chemicals in the body's protecting itself by isolating inner mucus in the small intestines, but it's also preventing nutrient assimilation in the gut. So and, and the liver's overwhelmed, you know, so it's putting toxins in fat cells, itself until the body's strong enough or has enough nutrients or minerals or clay or whatever it needs in order to uh, pull it out of the fat cells and push it out of the body through a lymphatic channel. So the clay helps in that regard by providing an illuminative channel so it doesn't so it eases the strain. Now I have heard where there are those who have heavy extreme heavy metal exposure.
again, I'm so sorry for interrupting you. I'm so sorry, but I just blogged about the amalgam fillings again. This is gospel truth. I had nine teeth with amalgam fillings just about a year ago removed from a combination of bad dentistry on that old back in the 60s and the amalgam to get the mercury poisoning out of my body. And I can tell you right now, this I swear on a Bible right now, I had some after effects or what have you. I have always taken clay, taken the water, I even brushed my teeth with it, what have you. I took some extra dollops and I swear, I swear, I swear, this is true, true, true. It immediately alleviated my gum pain and I got my fingers crossed right now because I still need more dental work. I have not had any pain in over a year and I'm so sorry for interjecting that. But when you said a Malcolm filling, the light came on. I'm sorry, continue. It's so important because uh, such we have many people, many clients who call me and say, uh, when, when I start questioning about when their chronic fatigue symptoms and neurological damage and all the stress and all these things start to happen, they trace right back to uh, within a few months after they had had amalgams removed safely. So Correct. The, uh, the amount of mercury vapor is extreme. So, um, especially that the number you're talking about. Now, Barbara had similar here. Um, she had similar. It, number. Okay. She had four surgeries in a couple of months. Uh, Wild. And uh, she packed her mouth with clay. She packed her calcite gel with clay. She took two clay baths each day. Took a lot of the immune power and kidney you know, builder to help boost immune response powers in the body. And again, no, no gum pain, no teeth pain. Awesome. But awesome. Except for that first hour after surgery, before she started packing everything with clay. She, she would be one that would have the affinity. It takes one. I, I feel her pain literally and figuratively. When that pain starts to shoot up into your temple, oh my goodness, you almost want to pass on. So. <laughs> I'm so glad she got the relief from your products as she obviously would because we're that good and I again can attest that I did as well. Go ahead, continue. I'm sorry. So that's a critical thing to utilize uh, clay in lots of different ways. Clay body wraps, clay shower sprays, clay foot soaks, you know, whatever works in your unique situation. Uh, but the, uh, to utilize the clay, uh, that's such a serious condition.
so I'm sure, uh, and you know, I you know, worked in the construction for 15 years, and then, uh, you know, so I've exposed it. You're breathing all kinds of crazy things on a construction site, but that's another story. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so once I started up on, you know, using the play, uh, I saw a lot of detoxification. Uh, I saw gradual improvement in mental focus and, and, and sort of health recovery. There's a lot of unspoken damage that is caused by just, you know, mercury vapor floating in your system for years and years. And you just don't realize, you know, not always attributed to specifically that, but it's an disrupting digestive powers and, and interfering with brain function because it just shreds the neurons in your brain uh, in your nervous system. That's, that's where a lot of the neurological problems, neurological diseases, that's where it comes from, is heavy metals, toxicities, aluminum. And, uh, and no doubt, they're some of the, the most prolifically used in vaccines and, uh, and in other places. So so this is why we why the clay water mineral drink is important. It's why um, this uh, combination is put together to make it a little easier. Um, as you get minerals in your body, some of which in this uh, kit are, are clay, three of them are clays, and one of them is non-clay, plant-based fossilized mineral source. It is laxative, and so it helps the bowels utility. And, um, and then you have these that open up your energy centers, the hormone sparing, the vitalite, and the normalite. So these clays help the body to get stronger and to be able to fight off or, or cleanse these things. It just basically builds electrical stronger, more capable of cleansing itself and healing itself. That's how it works. <laughs>